You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Well, it's uh, eight minutes after nine South African time. It's a beautiful night here in uh, Johannesburg. But when I say it's a beautiful night, I mean that it is a beautiful, cold brrr, night here in Johannesburg. Uh, my name is Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia, and of course, it's time for our discussion with our beloved, respected, honorable Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Maulana Salim Karim Damud Barakatuhum, who's not in Ladysmith this evening. Our beloved Ustad is in Cape Town. I asked him earlier on, Ustad, where are you? He says, Maulana, I am in Gatesville. I've never been to that place in Cape Town, Gatesville. Uh, he says, uh, Maulana, uh, I actually went there to make a special dua for one of his very, very, very close buddies, close friends by the name of Haji Muhammad Amra from Soli M. And uh, I think he's opening a shop. So um, our beloved senior respected Ustad went there to make a special dua for our beloved Haji Muhammad Amra. Allah Ta'ala grant him lots of barakah, inshallah, uh, when he opens that shop. Allah grant him in abundance of wealth, inshallah, ameen, to him, his family, inshallah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever he has intended for that shop of his, Allah give him the wealth of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, inshallah, ameen, ameen, rabbul alameen. Of course, our topic tonight is very, very, very interesting and very, very, very touchy, the youth of today. Hello, my beloved listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the youth of today. Where are they going? Where are the youth of today? What is wrong with the youth of today? How can we help them? How can we guide them? That's the questions we need to ask, my beloved listeners of uh, Merka Sahaba. The topic is the youth of today. And look what's happening to our youth. Tell me something. The youth of today. Don't tell me that they don't have no girlfriend and boyfriend. Don't tell me there's no two length hairstyles. Don't tell me. The youth of today are not smoking weed, not smoking Zol, not smoking drugs. Don't tell me that the youth of today, they don't have these earrings. Don't tell me that today, the youth of today, they don't go to clubs. They don't go to gamble. Yes or no, my beloved listeners? Our Ustad is going to guide them. That's why I'm asking the listeners, where is our youth of today? Where are they going wrong? Is it what? Bad company? Is it parents? Ustad of Ustad. It's a beautiful night. Laylatul Jumu'ah. I don't know how's the weather there in uh, Gatesville, in Cape Town. Welcome to the program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mulana Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us afiyat, one. Number two, Allah ta'ala grant us tawfiq to fulfill hukukul ibad and hukukullah. And thirdly, as parents, Allah Ta'ala give us the strength and tawfiq to look after the iman and akhlaq of our children. <laughs> this is a great challenge. We don't realize, Mulana, how important the youth and this young generation is in the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's why I want to start with a very beautiful dua. Allahumma barik li fi awladi. 
Oh Allah, grant me barakah regarding my children. Wawafiqhum bi ta'atik. And Allah grant them the ability to be obedient to you. Warzukni birrahum. And Allah grant me their goodness. Allah give them tawfiq to do good deeds. So that on the day of Qiyamah, kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an ra'iyyati. Allah is going to hold us accountable. So inshallah, this a very important topic. Youth Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, mm. all types of days. Din wahi din hai, jo teri yaad mein guzar jai. Raat wahi raat hai, jo teri yaad mein guzar jai. If you can spend a single day, respectedlessness, in the obedience of Allah, then that day is the most blessed day for you. Most Mubarak day for you. Most successful day. And that night that you remember Allah Ta'ala and engage in zikrullah. That is the best night that Allah can give to you. Mm. And it's not impossible, Mawlana. If we make a niyat in the morning that today I'm going to try my level best to abstain from all gunas. Mm -hmm. And the starting point, if I discipline my eyes because where does the guna start from Mulana? it starts with the eyes so if I make an intention that today I'm going to lower my gaze inshallah I am going to eat every lukma and every morsel of halal food and I'm going to engage in dua to Allah Ta'ala so respected brothers before we go into this and dwell into this topic, mm -hmm. let's go back to the most beautiful zikr Allah has given to the ummah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena asfafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim Qala Allahu ta'ala fil Qur'anil Majid wal Furqanil Hamid Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna 'ala an-nabi Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana muhammadin wa barik wa sallim Allahumma salli ala ruhi sayyidina muhammadin fil arwah وَصَلِّ عَلَى جَسَدِ سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ فِي الْأَجْسَادِ وَصَلِّ عَلَى قَبْرِ سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ فِي الْقُبُورِ وَصَلِّ عَلَى إِسْمِ مُحَمَّدٍ فِي الْأَسْمَاءِ 
اللهم صل على محمد في الاولين وصل على محمد في الاخرين وصل على محمد الى يوم الدين اللهم لك الحمد كما انت اهله وصل على محمد كما انت اهله وافعل بنا ما انت اهله فانك اهل التقوى واهل المغفره اللهم صل على محمد افضل صلواتك اللهم صل على محمد بعدد كل داء ودواء وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وكلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون صدق الله مولانا العظيم respected brothers this is the most beautiful durood wazifa that allah has given to the ummah of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wassalam tonight the one way allah can solve our problems remove our difficulties and hardship is constantly reciting durood and salam upon the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam allahumma salli ala muhammadin afzala salawatik oh allah send the best durood upon nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wassalam ulama ikram have written whoever shall recite this durood allahumma salli ala muhammadin afzala salawatik Allah will give them the reward of as if the person has recited 10000 durood. Hadha min fadli rabbi. Wanda Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked the sahaba and kiram, who amongst you can read a thousand verses before going to bed? So sahaba and kiram said ya Rasulullah it's a difficult mission and task. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said whoever shall recite surah takasur alhaakum takasur hatta zurtum almaqabir kalla sawfa ta'lamuna thumma kalla sawfa ta'lamun kalla law ta'lamuna ilma al-yaqeen latarawna al-jahim ثم لا ترونها عين اليقين ثم لا تسالون يومئذ عن النعيم imagine you read this one surah before you go to bed allah taala is giving you the ajr of as if you recited a thousand verses of the quran And the third dua that I want to give you tonight is the dua of Hazrat Ayyub ala nabiyyina alayhi salatu wassalam whatever your difficulties are respected listeners parishani hardship panic depression think of all the negative things that happens to you such a beautiful dua Allah Pak 
ربي أني مسني الدر وأنت أرحم الراحمين لن الدعاء تيناه تريد ربي أني مسني الدر وأنت أرحم الراحمين This is Dua Ayyub. Verse number 83, Surah Al-Anbiya, Surah number 21. Parmaya is kuparte raho. Allah will take away your hardships. We are facing challenges. For our children, we need to make dua. We only used to get up with the hajjud. Some of us in Ramadan, yes, most of us get up on a daily basis. Allah Ta'ala grant you all ajri azim, one of the beautiful times to make dua for your family is at the hajjud time. Cry to Allah. Mm. You don't need a direct appointment with Allah. You speak to Him direct. Mm. You don't need any secretary. You don't need any in-between. You go direct to Rabbul Alameen. So the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam used to make lots of dua for their family and for their children. So respected brothers, we're coming back now. Okay, what has happened to the youth? Whenever Rasulullah is to find that things are not going right, Rasulullah used to gather the Sahaba Kiram. And Rana, today I attended a function. Mm-hmm. Subhanallah, I think it was youth day, and mashallah. I attended a function at a very, very beautiful institute. And to see the love and muhabbat, the mothers on one side, the children on one side, the adults on one side, mm. the zok of, you know, family values, which today we find it very hard. Mm. That Allah Ta'ala has blessed the city of Cape Town and the people of Cape Town, or Allahul We can say what we want. But today, when I saw the atmosphere, mm. the children, the Quran that's being read, the Naat Sharif that's being read, to see the sisters, the unity, the muhabbat, the love, the interaction. Wallahu Munana, we need something like this in Durban. Allah Ta'ala bless them. It's such a beautiful piece of land. It belonged to the Christians. Almost 10,000 square meters of land with buildings. Mm. Allah Ta'ala gave it to the Muslim community and the Ummah, Al-Madina Institute. Gee. Allah Ta'ala, today what I saw there touched me, just brought tears to my eyes, mm. that it can still happen. We have lost touch with each other. When the cell phone came, mm. it disconnected us firstly from Allah. Then it disconnected us from our families. But Islam is vibrant. To see the zok of unity, brotherhood, interaction, fikr for deen and Islam, we need a revival. And it can happen. We just need to get our acts together. And inshallah, if we can get the youth involved in activities, as Rasulullah said, teach your children to swim. <laughs> teach your children archery. Teach your children horse riding. Teach your children wrestling. Subhanallah. 
A mu'min that is strong is better than a mu'min that is weak. But Allah Ta'ala loves both of them. So why can't we? Why this drugs? Why this prostitution? Mm. Why all this evil? Because an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Mm. Because as a father, I gave my son a brand new Mercedes Benz or a BMW. We doing drag racing tonight, I think, what tomorrow? Tomorrow is Friday night, will be drag racing there in, in Durban. Gee. Gee, all the clubs will be full. Gee, all the eating places will be full. Everybody showing their style, Stuff their power, their money. Mm. There are thousands of people who are starving. There's no food. There isn't even a copy of the Quran in some homes, Molana. No, start. I'm serious. Ya Allah. So what are you going to expect in that house? Will there be a mahal of deen? I'm not saying every home. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa said, in that house where Quran is not read, it's like a haunted house. <laughs> How will Allah's nur and barakat come in that house? And if there is a Quran, it's collecting dust. Last we read it in Ramadan, we will open it again in the next Ramadan or if there's a janazah. <laughs> so the distraction, you see the enemies of Islam. But no, no, we shouldn't blame the enemies of Islam. You and I as parents, Murana, if we played our role from the beginning, if we conscientized our children, our sons and daughters from a young age, to be obedient to Allah, to abstain from wrongdoings. As parents, we should have been role models ourselves. Mm-hmm. And today, alhamdulillah, we wouldn't be crying tears of blood. Because Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min awladin. Allah, I seek refuge in you from such children. Yakunu alayya wa ba'la. That will become a great burden to me. It'll become a great azab to me. And today there are so many parents who are crying tears of blood. But the son is gone astray. The daughter has gone astray. There is no mahol of deed. There is no salam. There is no dua. Daba ke kabar mein sab chal diye. Na durood na salam. Kya ho gaya zamana tu? They carry your janaza to the kabristan. Daba ke kabar mein. And when they throw the sand into the grave and you are covered completely, everyone takes a U-turn and they walk away. You're left alone there in that cover. You have to answer now. Go into the Kabristan and see. Such personalities are buried there that the world loves them, worship them. Today there's nobody to take their name. There's not even a nameplate there. Mulana, this is so-and-so's cover. See? But look at those who left behind a legacy. They, they did noble work, whether they ulama or they non-ulama. But they left a legacy behind. People still talk about them. When you guide people to do good things and people follow it, Allah will reward you and reward them. And whoever they impart that knowledge to, Allah will reward you. So let's take out this, bl- this blinkers. Let's come back to original Quran in Sunnah. Let's come back to Tarbiyah. Mm. So the first starting point is, Mulana, when a couple gets married, mm. they must make a dua. When they engage with each other 
and they tried to conceive a child. They must read two rakat salatul hajat to Allah. Make a dua that Allah, in this reunion that we are having, this conjugal rights that we are fulfilling, Bari Ta'ala, Rabbi Habli Minas Sadihi. Allah grant me a pious child. Rabbi Habli Miladunka Zurriyatan Tayyiba. Allah grant me such children, Tayyiba, who are pure. Allah, don't leave me alone. You are the best provider of this. So make a near that when you engage with your wife and if a child is conceived, Alhamdulillah, you make dua to Allah. Allah will give you a pious child. Boy or girl. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, and we mentioned this over and over again, that if the first child born is a girl, what a great ni'mat from Allah. What a bounty she is. What a gem she is. She, she's a ni'mat from Allah Ta'ala. She's a shield for her father. Allahu Akbar. So, Mulana, let's go back to basics. We can still change things around. We just need to refocus. And it requires teamwork. Mm-hmm. You need the parents. You need the mother. You need the father. You need the ustad. You need the hafiza, alima. You need the experienced and knowledgeable people of the community. So, Mulana, we can, inshallah, teach our children to fulfill hukukullah and hukukul ibad. Don't spoil your children with luxuries. Haq. For Allah's sake, don't do this. Because on the day of Qiyamah, Allah is not going to judge you by your branded clothing or your classic cars or your palatial home, Allah is not going to judge you by that. Allah Ta'ala is going to look at your heart and your amal. So don't spoil our children. As I always say, people living in glass houses should not throw stones at others. Mm-hmm. Don't laugh at the misfortune of your Muslim brother and sister. Because tomorrow Allah can change it in your house too. Allah will disgrace you in your own house. You don't have to go outside to be disgraced. So don't laugh at the shortcomings of people. See, people living in glass homes or glass houses should not throw stones at others. And another beautiful saying, Ye ghar jo beheraha hai. E rone wale aak, ye ghar jo beheraha hai. Aise na ho ki ye tera ghar ho. This house that is, you're laughing at other people's misfortune. This house that is being washed away, it can be possible that it's your house. And we saw what happened in the flood. Unexpected. Just to see your house going away. Damaged, destroyed, washed away Mm. in a split second. So come back to basics. And that is get up with the Hajjud Namaz. Cry to Allah for your children. Put your children in the best Islamic institute. Mm. You want to save them from becoming atheists? Gee, lesbians, homosexuals, and all the types of vices. Children don't even know what their identity is. Because as a father, I'm supposed to sit and talk to my son. They say, you're a boy. This is what is expected of a son. Betty, 
you're a girl. This is what is expected. Do we talk to our children? Do we communicate with our children? Do we answer the question that they ask us, or we keep giving them side answers? No. Let's be real respected brothers. Don't blame outsiders. We need a wake-up call as parents. Yeah. So the next thing, as I said, the second thing, if you want to change the youth of this country, make sure that that young man or that young lady has got Islamic education. Number three, choose the best ustads for them. You see, children are like a piece of rock. Mm-hmm. When you give that rock to a, a sculpture, he'll turn out the most beautiful art. So when that child is given to an ustad, that ustad can make that child a genius. Because the tarbiyat, the nurturing of the child is being done by somebody who is Allah conscious. And fourthly, if we want our children to be naked and pious, mm. during the time of the Sahaba Kiram, the Sahaba Kiram used to take that little baby wrapped in a piece of cloth. And let me warn these mothers who like to buy all these fancy, fancy types of murat clothing for their little children. Yes, Ustad. <laughs> and toys. See? Teddy bears, all the funny types of murat. And then, Mulana Saab, my child is crying the whole night. Can you come and read the dua for my child? Mulana Saab, can you give us taweez? You're bringing destruction for your own child. In that home where there is a dog, in that home where there's pictures, Allah Ta'ala's faristas don't come. Where there's murat, where there's pictures of idols, animate things, Allah Ta'ala's angels of rahmat do not come. So what are we doing? Every mother and father loves the child. But why put the child at risk? Yes, of course. When you have alternates, you can buy a lot of clothes for the Muslim children. It's very expensive. Yes, I know. But you get them plain without any murat. Why specifically? No. No, you have to show that, mashallah, everything is branded. Even the little children's clothes are branded, mashallah. Little baby's vest, you know how much it is, Ma? Uh-huh. One, one week old baby, you know, he's like 50 rand, 100 rand. Not even uh, quarter of quarter, meter of material is used. Sure. That's how expensive it is. See? But Allah Ta'ala will provide the risk. Let simplicity prevail in our life. My point is, Mulana, if you want your child to be naked, take uh-huh. them to the pious awliya Allah, the ulama of your town and city, and request du'a from So if, this is what I'm saying. It's a chain of reaction, Murana. It starts from the time you try to conceive for a child after the, the mother is reading Quran while she's in her pregnant state. She's crying to Allah. She's getting, the, getting up with the hajjud. She's making the zikr of Allah. All that is being heard in the womb of the mother by the little masum child. See? That's why for my keep your wife happy when she's pregnant. Mm. Don't stress her out. Fulfill whatever she needs. Eat a lot of melon. Allah will give you a mashallah baby. Read Surah Maryam. Read Surah Ar-Rahman. 
علمائے کرام سے اللہ تعالیٰ حدیث جی Would your kalima shahadat finger write Muhammad above her neighbor, your wife's neighbor? Allah will give you a pious son, inshallah. So why don't we want to do this? Now we're sitting with a problem. But alhamdulillah, in Islam, we have a solution, Murana. Inshallah, ladies, we don't have to celebrate youth day. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam loved Hadrat Anas <laughs> with a little child. <laughs> 10 years old. Made khidmat of Rasulullah for 10 years. He said, Wallahi, not a day Rasulullah scolded me. Subhanallah. Not a day Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hit me. <laughs> Rasulullah would send me on errands. And I would forget the purpose of my going. And I would start playing with the little children of Madina. He was a child himself. And Wudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to come and look for him. And would find him playing. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never scolded him. <laughs> So it shows that, Mulana, whatever akhlaq and behavior we demonstrate in front of our children, that is what they're going to die. So I don't know if you have any questions, Mulana. I just thought in passing. There's a very, there, 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 there a very sad question, Ustad. Uh, the, the question came in at about 9.33. Uh, it says, uh, my daughter has fallen pregnant. She's only 19 years old. We all are broken into pieces. The boy who pregnant her is a Muslim boy and he's 21 years old. And he's also on drugs. We really need help. Family having mashwara at the moment to do abortion. Anonymous Ustad. Inna lillahi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. As I said, Allahumma barik li fi awladi. Allah give us barakat in our children. Wawafiqhum bi ta'atik. Allah give them tawfiq to be obedient to you. Something went wrong. How did this child or how did this girl get to meet this boy? That's my first question. I'm not going to point fingers and I don't have the right to do it, Mulana. Those, the family is devastated. We have to give them a lot of hope and comfort and dua. But let's do a little post-mortem. How did this happen? Yes, yes, Ustad. You know, as parents, we take our children for granted. That I trust my son, I trust my daughter. In today's environment with social media, and the cell phone and hell phone <laughs> has destroyed family, has destroyed the iman, the sharam and haya and modesty. And see what the world is promoting. Such vices that it's absolutely shocking. <laughs> Even animals don't do these things. Who <laughs> Allah created at best. So now, how do we solve the problem? Well, the right thing, if you ask me for an opinion, I'm not giving a fatwa, mm. asking me, Mulana, we should get hold of that boy and now ask him to take responsibility for his actions. But he's on drugs, Ustad. No, I'm saying, now we're going to look after that child, Mulana. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take care of that child? Who's going to support that child? As far as abortion is concerned, 
Yes, yes, Ustaz. When it comes to that type of things, you'll have to consult with the ulama'i kiram. There are certain circumstances where Sharia will allow it. Before 120 days, before life comes into that child. But 9 out of 10, the girl or the parents feel, we will go ahead with the, with, with the, with the birth of the child. I don't know what masura they are going to come to or what conclusion. But my question here is, how did this happen? How did they meet? What happened? After doing the best for our children, Mulana, we trust our children. That's why I always say, never, ever allow your children to sleep at somebody else's house. Whether it's your friend, whether it's your uncle, whether it's your aunt's house, your grandfather's house. The olden days, Mulana, there was not a dog's chance mm. we, that my daughter can sleep out and stay at somebody else's house. It was virtually impossible because the elderly people, they maybe they didn't have the Quran and Hadith knowledge at that time, but they knew one thing, value, that a boy and girl will never, ever be left alone in one room or my daughter will never sleep over at somebody. Yeah, we're having sleepovers, Malana. Every weekend, mashallah, what are we doing? Because the father and mother is having fun in the hotel. I don't want to go in here. This makes me upset. Astaghfirullah. Where are the parents, Molana? The children on one side. The parents is on one side. The wife is on one side. Uh, what type? What dysfunctional family is this? Sure. So it shows, Molana, deen is lacking in our life. Allah must not let this happen to anybody's daughter. Molana, it's a stigma now. But who's that falling? Who's that falling? Who's going to marry her? <laughs> You're going to be the talk of the town. And that boy, you know, if there was a Qazi, he should be given 100 lashes. Yes. Yes, Ustad. And the girl also should be given some sort of punishment. But we don't have an Islamic state. We don't have a Qazi. We can't operate like that. But it's a worrying factor. How did this happen, Mulana? But nevertheless, let's not judge people. Let's make an excuse. Bhul ho gai, ghalti ho gai, whatever you want to call it. Now, how do we solve the problem? So now the guy is on drugs. ganja What you worried about? See what this has become now. They're legalizing it in this country. You must see what the youngsters are doing. They, they, they're smoking weed, Mulana. There's a hem oil. They're taking that they using that. Mm. One of the mind is corrupted. No, hallucinating. The things that they do and they act, Mulana, you cannot believe that insan can do this. That's how the mind is destroyed and distorted. <laughs> but it's open. Boys going to school, girls are smoking it. Forget boys. And you get good quality, Mulana. <laughs> Top quality you get. You get the cheap one also. Mm. Uh, yeah, in my area, in Bergville, in that area, you get the best ganja you want. Molana. What are we doing? So come back again, Molana. Let's come back again, I'm saying. What is happening to the youth? Mm. Ustad, somebody says oh, that, that uh, tell Molana Salim Karim of the AK says that it's murder to do abortion. Please tell the family to let them marry. Inshallah, the men can change what 
وتخوف بليز دونت كيل ذا تشايلد سو ماني هاف نو تشيلدرن اند براينج فور تشيلدرن تو ستارت انونيمس جي مولانا ذس از غونا بي انذر توبيك ايم غونا ايم غونا تاتش ذس ثينج يس مولانا ذير ار سو ماني بيرنتس اند ادلتس هو هاف فاذر تشيلدرن اوتسايد ويد لوك اند ذوز تشيلدرن توداي ار غرون اب they are dying to be part and parcel of the father and family and we have rejected them i don't know what azab allah is going to give to us that before we got married we were having a faith outside and we have fathered children illegitimate children today they are big girls and they are big boys they are sons and daughters when are they crying for their father's attention ya allah <laughs> there's another topic on its own before we die if any of us have done this we have fathered children out of wedlock astaghfirullah astaghfirullah ustad we need to make tawbah and we need to make recognition of those children their iman and their islam and their akhirat allah is going to ask you yes some of them have become murtad ya allah who's going to answer for that to so the question here is as the person said mufti sahab has given a fatwa as i said as far as abortion is concerned marana that they will have to check with the ulama ikram <laughs> but as ulama what is our nasihat so the child the girl needs to go for counseling she needs to see the doctor there's so many things happening the parents need to sit down get an alim or two inshallah and alima also you know involved to talk to the girl and alim to talk to the boy and come to some decision that inshallah what is the best under the circumstances because we don't have the full history bolana it won't be fair for you and me to comment but we need to find a solution to resolve this may allah taala make it easy for the family that they could sit and resolve this issue and this going to be a lesson for the entire world <laughs> and the ummah that you know rasulullah said never ever let two strangers be together mm. or your in one room alone whether it's rabia hasan basri or hadrat khaja hasan basri can be the most pious of pious shaitan will make sure that he will make you do and do things that you will regret and that is zina zina of the eyes zina of the hand zina of the leg zina of the tongue it can go and finally the real act of zina so start the family The family is asking can they disown this boy this 21 year old boy who pregnant their daughter can the family disown the boy and they can just look after the baby of course their daughter and the baby ustad no no you you can't disown your child the only time you can disown your child when they become murtad no they want they to become disown. an atheist yeah they want yeah. to they, they they want to disown that boy that pregnant their daughter they don't want that boy to come near the family or near the daughter can they do that can they and i don't know i don't know study allah stuff what they have a right ulana because there's no nikah here <laughs> right because now the child will be uh, with the mother in any case sure shariat will have to take the responsibility in the sense now that the child will be linked with the mother gee because this child was fathered outside the relationship mm. and you can ask mufti sahab he will tell you that yes, now the child will be linked to the baby to the mother <laughs> so obviously he will still be responsible for the upkeep of the child it is a responsibility brother sure financially you will have to look after that child so 
It's a very difficult, a lot of families are facing this difficulty and hardship where the boy and girl get to know each other. Then the parents allow this. Oh, take, go for a drive, go to Milky Lane. I don't know where else they want to go. Gee? And then shaitan gets the better of each other and zina takes place and the girl gets pregnant and all the azab and musibah starts. And the parents are in the dark. They don't know anything. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala protect us, Mawlana Allah. Make it easy for those parents, inshallah. I think they should also get some counseling for the for the girl. And in the end, if the boy can go for a rehab, maybe he make his tarbiyat, get him linked with an alim, but he must go to a rehab. This drug addiction, you cannot, you cannot solve it overnight. It takes a long time. And you can put all the therapies together mm. until the person himself don't decide and say, I want to change. I got the willpower. Willpower. To change things around, Mulana, then only it will happen. Mm. Mulana, you can send 10 drug addicts to the rehab. Ask those people who are doing a rehabilitation work. How many of them come back successful? How many drop off? Okay. From the 10, you may get three, alhamdulillah, come back cured, and they have made a decision, and alhamdulillah, promised Allah and themselves never to go back. Mm. Because when that craze comes, Mulana, you know, that's why they like family support that once the person is out of the rehab, the family should support him, the ulama should help him, guide him, so and keep a check on him because when that urge comes and that feeling comes, you can't control it. So, so. They have a relapse and we're back to square one again. Well, 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 well you said it uh, before the program started, Ustad. Where are they going wrong? How do we help them? How do we guide them? I see there's an upper from Lakefield. I'm an upper from Lakefield. Tell Mulana Salim Karim, how come our young, beautiful Muslim girls, they lose their virginity so easy? It's so shocking. Uh, upper from Lakefield, Ustad. Is this happening, Ustad? Mulana, this is what I'm saying. It's such a worrying thing that we have to look sure. after our daughters like a lioness. Astaghfirullah. <laughs> that, that lioness will not let those cubs out of their sight for one minute. The starting point here is the cell phone. Really, I'm looking at this. Before, there was no chance. In the olden days, we used to have the phone, we used to crank it. We used to have a farm line, we used to cross two or three farmers' lines and all. When you're dialing, you have to crank it. The olden days, now it's an antique phone. Today, the press of one button. Sure. The whole world, you can get the whole world. And I don't want to tell you what people are watching on pornography, what people are watching on Google. I want to tell you that. I mean, it's going to be another topic on its own one day, Molana. So we have given them the gun in their hands to shoot them. Ya Allah. Bottom line, Molana, if you give somebody a gun and they don't know how to use the gun, they're going to interfere with that gun. They'll get shot. You gave your child, your son and your daughter a phone. In the olden days, Molana, we had no chance to even pick up that phone and say hello. The father or the mother would pick up that phone. No person would they call the house. Father is working, the mother is working. The girl has come back from school. She's 15 years old, 17 years old, Molana. She's left all alone. Television is there. The phone is there. Freedom of choice. And mashallah, now they're driving also. Now they're teaching you in school now at the age of 17, go for your driver's license. 
everything that is destructive to the akhlaq and integrity and izzat of a girl <laughs> is being promoted to the best of ability. Even he told you, Mulana, if your daughter is 17 years old or 18 years old and you pick your hands up on her, she can go and charge you in the court and you as a father will go and spend six months in jail. No, Ustad, come on. That's it, Mulana. Inna Try, see what happens. They will tell you straight, I'm 18 years old, I'm 21 years old. You got no say over me. That's it. That's the English way. Sure. The Kufar's way. I'm 18 years old now. I'm 21 years old. Don't tell me what to do. Ustad, listen to me. Mm. Listen to this one. As you're saying, I, I, I'm just going according to what you're saying, Ustad. You're saying 18 and huh. 21. My two sons, ages 23 and 25, they just don't get. They just don't listen to their father. Every Friday and Saturday they go to the club, and they only return Fajr time. And it says here, uh, the person who's typing this is the granny. I'm the granny. Uh, one or two times they hit their father, they dead. They are listening to the program right now. In fact, they're saying nothing will change them. Uh, Ustad. Hmm. Inshallah, Mulana, as I said to you, Allah Ta'ala is a changer of heart. Ya muqallib al-kuloob or ya musarrif al-kuloob. Sarrif kuloobahuma ila ta'atik. One. Number two, we as parents, again, have to do some soul searching. Look for help. Mulana, and the best place to find help is on the musalla. One. Number two, you need an alim or an alima if it's a girl. Mulana, you need a psychologist. Something has gone wrong. And the thing that's missing here is talim of the Quran and the sunnah of Rasulullah. Yes. Mulana, if we teach our children to recite the Quran and from young age, we tell them what is right from wrong, what is halal and haram, what is jaiz and najaiz. And what is the punishment that Allah Ta'ala has given? You know, in the olden days, it was like virtually impossible to hear that a person committed suicide. Because it was drilled in us. that if you commit suicide, we're not going to give you hosal, we're not going to read your janazah namaz, and we're going to bury you outside the Kabristan. That was a fear. No, it got no reality in the sense that if a person commits a suicide, whatever reason and how he committed suicide, he'll be punished like that in the Qabr. Till the day of Qiyamah, he'll be punished like that. But, like how it is Gunai Kabira to commit suicide, he will be given Husal or she will be given Husal, Kafan, and Hasalat al-Janaza will be performed. Yes, the Fuqaha have written somewhere that the pious servants of Allah, just to show how serious this guna is, they should let the normal people perform the Salat al-Janazah, and they should excuse themselves. But we don't have that type of taqwa, Mulana. It's a, it's a brother, it's a sister who did it. We make tawbah, we make dua for them. <laughs> and they will be treated as Muslims. You can't classify them as non-Muslim because they committed suicide. So what I'm saying, Mulana, the point what I'm trying to drive here is from young age, it was told to us, if you commit suicide, this is the punishment. They won't read your janazah namaz. They won't bury you in the Muslim Qabristan. They will throw you outside. So if we, from young age, as parents, start telling our children to steal is haram, to touch each other is haram, to kiss each other 
is haram. To do these haram things is forbidden in Islam. You're going to be punished by Allah. We're going to conscientize the children. See who their friends are. And Mona, you have to be surprised what friends teach our children. What is happening in that home? Mona, <laughs> children are coming to school with books of pornography. Astaghfirullah. When Zija asked the child, where you got this from? I found it under my father's bed. <laughs> are we so careless? First of all, what is that doing in your house? Allah is giving you a halal wife. What do you want to look at those haram and filth? But you see, shaitan, shaitan is sitting relaxed, Mulana. He says, my job is done. I don't have to do anything. Sure. Mulana, it's a very serious thing in this, Mulana, how to make our children pious and close to Allah. We made nikah, we've asked Allah for pious children, but as parents, we are failing in our duty to bring them up in a proper Islamic Sharia way. So Allah Ta'ala, make it easy for us. Let's bring deen into our house. And the only way, you see, Mulana, my father will be my role model, my mother will be my role model. But if my father and mother are doing the same thing, when the father and mother are dancing, and don't blame the children when they play the drums. Because what example are you setting? So, we need to take cognizance and we need to take responsibility. We need to harness it. Inshallah, look for solutions, as I said. Get the youth involved. We need a youth center. We need activities for the youth mm. so that the weekends are not spent idle and wasting time with money and cars and women and drugs, then we are setting ourselves up for failure. Mm. So the ulama need to take the responsibility also. The parents, the social workers, uh, the sports administrators, inshallah, camping, hiking, to keep the mind of the youth occupied. That idle mind is the devil's workshop. Allah. <laughs> And lastly, my appeal is, please check who the best friends are of your child. You have no idea where the influence comes. I'm not saying in all cases, but where did my child learn this? He either may ask his friend in school or his colleagues, and that wrong information has filtered through. As you say, you know, uh, what? what's the word? Kill the cat. Can't get the first word. Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 you learn something now. I want to see what this is all about. I heard this. Curiosity, kill the cat. The cat yes, yeah, the word. yes. Because now the child is curious now. Mm. My friend came and told me that this is weed. You must smoke it like this. So, Monana, he's going to try it. Something sexual, the friends told him, or told the, the girl, curiosity killed the cat. Mm. So this is what I'm saying. We also need to see whom our children are associating with. Who are their teachers? This is another fitna, Monana, because what is 
being inculcated into the students at varsity, at technicons, and whatever situations of education, seats of learning, we have to be very careful who the asatis are and teachers are. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ilmin la yanfa. Love, a seek refuge in you from such knowledge that is not beneficial. So sometimes we make the mistake, we want to send our children to universities. Yes, send them. But if your child's iman and Islam is not strong, if the aqidah of the child, the amals of the child, the ibadat of the child, the salah of the child is strong, well, nobody can touch him because he will stand up and read his namaz even if he, the whole university can stand one side his namaz time he'll go in the musallah and read his namaz that is how we were taught that irrespective don't ever be don't compromise your identity you are an ambassador of Islam you are the pole bearer of Islam stand up and fight for Islam. Never feel embarrassed because of your code of dress or the religion that you, Allah has given to you. You be proud, a Musliman, jitirahu. Love, and inshallah, be proud of your deed. And inshallah, we are going to have a generation, inshallah, where there's honesty, where there's trustworthiness, where there's bravery. Inshallah, Allah will take work of leadership from the youth of the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahu Akbar Ustad. Said, 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 said. So many people yes, are... Uh, somebody says here, uh, bring it to Mulana Salim Karim's notice. I don't know if Ustad heard about the singer, uh, Justin Bieber, uh, where all our Muslim young girls, they like him so much. And today Allah disgraced him because he was mocking the scarf. I don't know if Ustad heard of it, Ustad. Yes, I heard. I saw that clip, Mulana. Mm. <laughs> You see, Allah ki uh, lati me awaz nahi ah, ah. In Allah's stick, you know, normally when you use a cane, I also got a couple of shots from my teacher. Gee, it stings. Gee, that cane, when we used to get it on our hands, on our buttocks, it should sting. So Allah ki lati me awaz nahi hoti. In the stick of Allah, there is no sound. Look at that picture, Murana, how Allah would make this person zadil, how Allah disgraced him and disfigured him, that he doesn't know whether he's looking on top or he's looking in the bottom. It's an ibrat. This is a non-Muslim who did this, who disgraced Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who disgraced Islam, and all those who are doing it currently in the world. Murana, they will die a horrible death. This is a promise from Allah. Because now you are playing with the Qudrat of Allah sure. in the Nizam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's it. If you disgrace and mock the deen of Allah, then we leave it in the hands of Allah. That is why when pious people, Pramayake, do not ever raise your hand on an alim. Never raise your hand on a wali of Allah. If they respond to you, it's better. You might as well be saved. <laughs> but their silence, it reaches Allah Rabbul Alameen. And that silence will destroy you and kill you. Allah Akbar Ustad. Let us leave Allah it here Ustad. Ameen. Allah Ameen. protect us. Ameen. But it's a great lesson to learn, Mulana, mm. that when Allah's azab comes, it doesn't only come from to a Muslim. 
It also comes to a non-Muslim. <laughs> you never do this. This is insaniyat. Gee, you respect a human being. You have no rights. You respect the religion. Whichever religion it is, alhamdulillah, wala tasubbu alladheena yaduna min dunillahi wa yasubbu allaha adwan Yes, you can debate with a person. Islam is haq, will always remain haq. But you have to debate with a the person and do it in a dignified way. <laughs> See? Islam teaches us that we have respect. Yes, we agree to disagree. Islam is always the best. The Quran is always noble. The Nabi is always noble. Allah Ta'ala is the greatest. Subhanallah, that is our Akira. <laughs> Sahaba Ikiram are the greatest companions of Rasulullah. <laughs> That's they. But never ever show disrespect because then the price you'll have to pay. Mm. Ustad, we have to leave you there. Uh, inshallah, definitely. Uh, a lot of listeners are giving the input, but of course, we will, inshallah, continue with this, Ustad. Our engineer has to leave now, so uh, we're going to terminate the show, inshallah, Ustad. I wanted to give you one, what now it was hot. You got two minutes. <laughs> <Gee>, Ustad. <laughs> My husband, he decided to get married for the second time. Uh-huh. And he fixed the date and he chose the day of Juma. Wow. So the wife came to know about it. Uh-huh. He slept away and all excited waiting for Juma. When he woke up, he started to dress up for Juma. Wow. So the wife asked him, what are you dressing up for? He said, it's my big day. It's Juma. I'm getting married. Uh-huh. Taking a second wife. The wife corrected him and said, Today is Sunday. <laughs> I gave you sleeping tablets. You woke up after three days. <laughs> I'm not finished, Moran. <laughs> if you ever decide to make the statement to take a second wife, you will wake up on Kiamat Day. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> I feel this guy sorry, Ustad. He'll never take a second wife again. <laughs> no, that's a bad one. I mean, I mean, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Oh, I must say, I must mention this joke in my, my in one of my bayans. I have to, I have to. Well, it's uh, seven after ten South African time. Time for me to love and live on this beautiful evening. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself, uh, brother Lakolo, and our beloved Fadila to Ustad, Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sajamia. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.